You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 389 of Podcateers. This week we talk about a Christmas light installation I had an opportunity to visit near Disneyland. Andrew and I want to light up our houses and sync them to music. We give our initial thoughts on the newest Disney Plus original Marvel series, Hawkeye. Spider-Man breaks the internet and changes are coming to downtown Disney. Remember that you can join the conversation over on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers. But we'd like to invite you to join our growing community over on Discord. You can find an invite in the blog post for this episode over at podcateers.com slash 389. Plus, you'll find some of the videos that we talk about in this episode. Before we jump in, we'd like to take a moment to thank a very special group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers after show, and access to our monthly happy hour calls, just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out Podcast tears.com slash fgp and as always a super special thank you goes out to the fgp squad for their continued support and by the way fgp squad we have a little holiday cheer coming your way so keep an eye on your mailboxes so let's do the podcast thing shall we if you're new to the podcast welcome thanks for taking the time to hang with us we hope that you enjoy what you hear and that you come back for more for all of you that have been hanging with us for a while now hey welcome back We appreciate you and the time that you spend with us. Here is episode 389 of Podcateers. So who has, uh, has everybody gotten all their boxes coming in from Black Friday yet? Almost Ooh. halfway done. <laughs> <laughs> They're trickling in. Yeah, I have a nice pile of boxes sitting in front of me. Luckily, most of them weren't Black Friday. Only bought a couple of things, but it's the most wonderful shopping time of the year. Oh, it is. Right? It is. Yeah. I got two messages on Instagram asking me if we were going to have a Black Friday sale or a Cyber Monday sale because we've had <laughs> them in the past. Uh-huh. And uh, I'll let everyone else know. Uh, quite honestly, I just forgot it was coming. <laughs> and the week of Thanksgiving, I wasn't feeling 100% that week. And so I just kind of like went with it, right? And so by the mm-hmm. end of the week, I was like, oh, damn, it's Black Friday. I didn't create any art. I didn't advertise it. All right, next year. It is what it is at this point. Because by <laughs> then, it was like too late, right? Everybody was like doing their shopping and stuff. So oh, yeah. I left it mm-hmm. till next year. Uh, I'll probably do like a December thing if anyone's interested. But it's fine. I mean, we'll just wait until next year. I was going to say, don't blame yourself. I actually dropped the bot too. So I tried. But because, well, because of work, it's like, my brain was like shut down before Thanksgiving. So I'm there with you. Yeah. So we'll just next year. And I haven't had time to put up my Christmas lights yet. And it's <laughs> it's not even December by the time we're recording this. And I haven't put my Christmas lights up. So I'm dropping the ball, too. <laughs> <laughs> if that's all I have to complain about, I guess I'm doing OK. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm you know, like I said, there's just so much to do. But so how were your Thanksgivings? You know what? Peaceful and relaxing. And 
my kittens could say the same thing, probably, because we shared some food with them. Ooh. We were those people. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know what? That's, you know what? It's a special holiday. You get a special little treat or something. So it's, Yeah. You know, I get it. So, yeah, we had a good Thanksgiving, too. Small little thing. It was just uh, over at a family member's house and uh, just a couple of us there and had a good time. Um, yeah. It was nice and small and it was great. That's cool. You know, last year, because of the pandemic and everything, we were just kind of home. This year, we were kind of excited about finally possibly doing that. And I just, I, I wasn't feeling well. And I thought, okay, well, I'm either going to look like a lump of coal at somebody's house, or I could do it in the privacy of my own home. So we decided to stay home. Uh, and my wife had already kind of planned on cooking some stuff. So it kind of worked out. Nice. It, she did amazing. Right. It was her first time making everything from scratch. It was so delicious. I can't even begin to explain how proud I was that she pulled off an entire Thanksgiving dinner by herself because I was absolutely useless that day. I was I was in the I was on the couch in a little ball <laughs> while she was doing the cooking. Uh, so I'm I'm very thankful for her and for everything that she did and. You know, it's been overall, I can't complain, right? It's been a good year, some ups and downs, uh, still dealing with some health issues, but that's okay. You know, like we're, I'm trying to do my best to take care of them and trying to take care of myself. And, you know, hopefully soon they'll get resolved and, you know, I can move on and, and be much happier and in less pain. Things are looking yes. up. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, good Thanksgiving. Uh, we did get a chance to do something that I wanted to do last year, but I didn't. Uh, we didn't get tickets because by the time I found out about it, it was actually sold out. Mm-hmm. And it was an event in Orange County called Night of Lights. Have either of you heard of this? No. No, I haven't. Okay, so at the Orange County Fairgrounds, they take a bunch of the area for the parking lot. And they dress it up in Christmas lights. They have like mm-hmm. sections and this entire map that you that they give the kids. And I guess there's a scavenger hunt for something like for certain things like as you're driving through. And you're driving without your lights on, obviously, because there's enough lights around <laughs> you to see what's around you. But the entire thing takes about 30 plus minutes to drive through. Okay. Oh, wow. Everyone, two miles an hour so that you could see everything. There's performers, you know, dressed up as Santa Claus and elves and everything, you know, off in the distance performing, jumping around, doing all sorts of things. Uh, it was it was quite fun, actually. I nice. I wasn't expecting it to be as fun as it was. Like, I just, I we thought it would be something fun to give the kids, you know, something new that we haven't done before. And on our way there, we actually saw that there was another setup very similar at Angel Stadium. So as we were driving to this first one that we went to, my wife starts looking on her phone to see what she can find for the Angel Stadium one. And now we're trying to get tickets for that one because it's a (laughs) totally new setup. We're going to try to go next weekend. I recorded a couple of clips on my phone, but uh, we'll see what I can share. I, the whole time I recorded, I recorded landscape so that we could try to put together like a video. It didn't work out in order for me to put an entire video together, but I might be able to pull some clips to at least post on Instagram. Uh, quite fun. It was 
$45, I think, for the car. Because they charge okay. per bet, vehicle. Yeah. yeah, they charge per vehicle. But there's a limit of how many people you can have in the vehicle. And after five or six, I think they charge an additional 10 or $15 per person. Um, oh, okay. So it's not like you can't bring, like, a bus. No, no, no. <laughs> there, there's right. a limit of how many people, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you could get, like, a VIP version that also included a couple of extra goodies that didn't feel like they were worth it. But it, there was, like, two tiers, like, 70 and $90 or something like that. Like merchandise or stuff? or like They included some snacks and something else. I don't remember wow. exactly what it was, but at the time of purchase... I remember thinking this isn't worth the additional 40 bucks. We're just going to go with the standard ticket. Uh, so, yeah, 45 bucks. It was a great way to, you know, just drive through and, you know, enjoy some Christmas cheer and enjoy the lights and everything. So uh, I would I recommend it. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was fun. The The one at Angel Stadium, I believe, is only twenty five dollars, though. I need to find oh, wow. more info, but I think it's less expensive, and but I don't think it's as long as the Night of Lights version. I think it's a lot shorter, which is why they charge oh, okay. less. Oh, makes sense. But either way, getting to see a Christmas setup, I think, is pretty cool, right? You get to drive through the whole thing, listen to Christmas music while you were in line to get into the whole thing. They had these giant screens playing, like, christmas clips and christmas music and they had lyrics to like rudolph the red-nosed reindeer with a little bouncy ball <laughs> and there were signs that said like tune in your radio to 90.9 fm to listen mm-hmm. along so it was like a drive-in right like they just had the right. fm plane and it was cool i mean it did take us probably about half an hour to get in because there was mm-hmm. a line of cars and because everyone's driving so slow they try to batch you uh, so okay. that only a certain amount of cars is going through the entire like road structure at a time. The whole thing, about an hour, hour 15. By the time that we got there, we did the check-in, got through the standby, got into the thing, and by the time we were out. So, yeah, I would recommend it. I'll see if I can report back on the one at Anaheim Stadium. I forgot what that one was called. Let me see if I can quickly... I know they had they had one that, you know, a lot of people are doing that during the pandemic. And I think Six Flags had one, right? Yeah. Six Flags had one where you drive through the park um, down there. And then it kind of reminds me a few years ago here at the at Cal Expo. Uh, they I think they might be doing it this year, too. It's called Winter Wonderland. I don't I think it's like a like oh, a nice. countrywide thing where you like it, that's like you walk around and they have, you know, it's like a carnival. But then they have just like giant. Um, Christmas light displays and, you know, booths when people are selling hot chocolate and sweaters and stuff or whatever. But, you know, it's kind of interesting. That one um, I got free tickets for. Um, so I think that price was good. The, I, I think the, the drive-thru ones seem a little, uh, I don't know. The they, they seem a little better than what this Winter Wonderland was, even though it was very impressive. I don't know if I would have... Uh, paid the price of like $40 a person for that one. Oh, is that what it was per person? I think one? so. Something oh, like wow. that, but I got the tickets for free. So I had, I said, you know, it was, <laughs> it was great at that price. Free was a great price. I enjoyed myself at free. Wow. Uh, 45 <laughs> a person, I think was a little too uh, heavy a price for what, what was included. But uh, I don't know if they've changed their offering since I went like four years ago. So well, yeah, who knows? Interesting. 
Well, I mean, the the thing about Cal Expo is that you also have those big old DCA letters that you can go take pictures with. If you just True. happen to have a, a letter, one of those letters <laughs> that your name starts with. But other than yeah, that, there was no H's, so yeah. whatever. Yeah, they got a, they got a, you know, there's a couple A's, so I'm good there. Um, and yeah, but anyway, yeah, those you can go see any time. You just drive up the street, and they're right there. They're public <laughs> access. Like I could go see them tomorrow if I wanted to. It's easy to see those. Well, you not don't have for to me. pay forty. Well, no, but for me, you <laughs> yeah. don't have to pay forty five dollars to see them. Yeah. But what they don't do is they don't change the letters out like the colors out for Christmas and stuff. They're all just gold. Oh, that's oh, lame. That was- yeah, yeah, they're that just was like the best. yeah, they they just leave them regular as far as I as far as I've seen unless they've changed stuff. I haven't been there in a little while, but they're just kind of gold. You mean Imagineering didn't give them the clicking candy canes and the like Mickey and, hanging and the on Mickey. the top of it? What yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess man. not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's funny. Uh, so I did find the one at Angel Stadium. I had to do a quick search for it because I didn't know what it was called, but it's called Night of Lights. And that one looks like it's running from November 19th. Wait, what December. was the one that you went to called? Uh, Night of Lights. So the same thing. Oh, sorry. Magic of Lights <laughs> at Angel oh, Stadium. Okay. <laughs> so, I didn't catch it. I was like, wait, so, wait, wait, okay. wait. <laughs> I, w- I was thinking about the other one. So okay. Night of Lights <laughs> was at the OC Fairground. And that one is running from... November uh, 26th through January 2nd. Okay, through January 2nd. <laughs> so November 26th through January 2nd, it was, we were part of the opening day weekend, which was kind of nice. The Angel Stadium one is Magic of Lights, and that one runs uh, November 19th through the 26th. I don't... Oh, wow. Uh, let me see. A standard vehicle price, yes, is $25 for the Angel Stadium one. And there does and then, seem to yeah. be some nights available. It looks like if you go on a weekend, it's a $10 upcharge. So $35 if you go like on a weekend, which still isn't bad. No, not bucks at all. for a cart full of people. And, you know, if they have anything like they did at the other one, they did have concession stands. They did have people running around with cotton candy, um, kettle corn, and all sorts of like goodies. They mm-hmm. also had people walking around with a bunch of light-up toys and stuff, like similar to you know how you see cast members at Disneyland before the parades begin with those light-up toys and stuff. Bubble wands and swords yeah. and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> they had all sorts of weird toys that light up. So, you know, you got the full experience. So it was kind of nice. It was very, it was very fairgrounds. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So it worked out. Uh, you could throw a dart and pop a balloon from your car window and that's, you know, squirt water in a clown's mouth. Pretty and... far away. I mean, you oh, probably okay. need a rubber band to get to it, but I think <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely recommend it. It's It was a cool experience, uh, especially if, you wanna, if you've want to if you never done it before. Definitely cool to do once. But now that I've seen it, I feel like I want to do others. I know that like several different places like that we've been to in the area – um, like the Arboretum and other places also build something like this, but they're walkthrough. They're not drive-through ones. So oh, okay. um, I'm going to have to research some other ones because I, I feel like this is just going to be a thing. One, one thing that we've normally always done is there's a lot of subsections of the city where mm-hmm. entire blocks get together and they just try to outdo each other with their lighting <laughs> scenarios. 
And yeah. so it's really nice to just walk through the through the neighborhoods or drive through the neighborhoods and just see what everybody mm-hmm. does. This is kind of the same thing, except it's just not people's houses. It's like sections of parking lot that yeah, they've set like, up with a bunch of yeah. Christmas lights. So uh, I think it's cool. I like it. Yeah. So, and totally. up here we got the we got the magical night of lights, and that's just where you park in front of my house and look at my Christmas lights. Nice. You know what? <laughs> and I, then I wave at you like and pretend to be an animatronic Santa. And this is yeah, Andrew's address. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. My address is redacted, redacted, redacted. <laughs> Street. You know, one thing that I've always wanted to do is go all out on on full blown like decorating and decking everything uh-huh. out with lights. But I've always wanted to do one of those things where you sync the lights to music and you have like the entire scenarios where you're mm-hmm. controlling it. You can set up the designs and stuff. Yep. I've always wanted to do something like that with like the music from the Christmas fireworks show. Believe in holiday, believe in magic. holiday magic and all that stuff. And I would have probably done it Does for Halloween your as well. Heart hold the magic of the holidays. <laughs> I mean, it would be great. It's inside you, waiting within you. I don't know. She said something like that, right? <laughs> I would love to do that. You know, but the thing is yeah. that I've like I've seen so many people do these amazing projections inside mm-hmm. of their rooms on TikTok that yeah. I feel like I would want to combine the two and mm-hmm. somehow do projections on the house with the light show. So that instead of fireworks, I have lights that look like fireworks while doing the projection. I don't know. I feel like. Oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you some videos of these people's things. This this is a whole thing I'm kind of half obsessed with is this lights to music. It's been it's way too expensive for me to do. So I just watch other people do it because it is a not a cheap person's game. No, uh, no, uh, no. Um, but. There's some great companies out there that make some great stuff, and there's some great people out there that are doing some fantastic stuff with projections, pixel mapping, um, and everything. This guy, he's probably about an hour and a half away from me. Um, he has, like, eight moving lights on his roof, um, and, wow. like, his whole house is, like, pixel mapped. Uh, probably, like, five years ago, he built an entire miniature model of like hogwarts castle <gasps> in his garage what? and then all up for for uh christmas and yeah i'll send you the videos he's wow he's <laughs> yeah i like going to his house but it's so it's like an hour and a half away <laughs> um so uh, i mean it's kind um, of worth it though yeah it it is i will send you uh his videos it's great if i could remember his name i would say it on the podcast well but i don't know it off the top of my head well that's fine either way yeah. we'll include them in the blog post for the episode how about that so if yeah, anybody wants to watch the videos, head over to podcasters.com slash 389, and we'll post some of these videos Andrew's talking about. Because like you, I have become obsessed with that. And I've, I've tried to stay away from it because I know how I am. And if I dip into it, I will become obsessed to the point where I will spend as much as I can trying to make yeah. it happen or figuring yeah. out a way to make it happen on my own budget. And then it's just not going to look as good, and I would be disappointed, and it's a thing, right? So maybe we just need to write our own software to do it our way. Maybe we need to take the Pixar route and become pioneers in this. Yeah, the software is good. Then we need the dimmer packs and the the, um, uh, video uh, servers and the pixel mapping servers. And, yeah, it's cheap, cheap stuff, right? We can do it. 
We can do it. Look, okay. I already have some bubble gum. I have some scotch tape and some paper I got a, clips. Yeah, and I got a Windows Perfect. XP laptop in the garage. Then that we're might set, work, right? Perfect. We're set. We're and I got a big box of, there. I got a big box of old cords and like <laughs> old wall warts and like app like old iPod chargers that nobody uses anymore. I got a no, bunch of old USB <laughs> cables that are like 1.0 that nobody needs, so we can use those. Every cable that came with my printer, I still have, but I don't have the printer anymore. We can figure out something with those. So you guys do that. Um, just let me know when you need me to go to Home Depot or something, okay. and yeah, we're good because I have no idea what you're talking paint. about. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> we're good. We're making this happen. Teamwork. All right. <laughs> oh, man. That would be awesome. Uh, anyway, so Christmas. It's already underway. We talked a little bit about the holidays starting to happen. Uh, in the parks and you know Disney Plus started to release new content and I love Christmas content the latest obviously is Marvel's Hawkeye and I I wanted to ask you so far how you're feeling about Hawkeye uh, sadly Larry couldn't join us today he was he was feeling a little under the weather I would have loved to hear his thoughts on Hawkeye but we've all seen it how are you what what are you liking what are you not liking and how do you feel about Hawkeye so far? Oh, loving it. Totally loving it. It's um right from the beginning of how they introduce us and how where this goes in the timeline was really good and for someone who doesn't remember certain things, it just like here slide you in. This <laughs> is exactly where we're at right now. And I appreciated that because that that just helped everything and be like, oh, yeah, this happened. This happened. Connect. And I, I honestly thought they did a really good job with that for sure. It's been it's pretty funny, too, even though I hear different things. But eh, whatever. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if uh, if you know me, you'll you're probably know what I'm going to talk about, and that is Rogers the musical. Yes. The best yes! part of the entire series so far, Rogers the musical. <laughs> um, I'm for an entire Rogers the musical. Um, the song is on Spotify um, currently. And it is the funniest song. If you listen to the whole song, it is so funny. This is a very, very good satire on what musical theater is currently. It's like, of course, they wrote a musical based on the Avengers because that's something that happens. And the the <laughs> there's a part where the they're like, okay, here's the Hulk. He knows yes! what to yeah. do. And then he goes, smash, smash, <laughs> smash. And it's just, Every time I've listened to it probably ten times, and I giggle every time I hear that part. It's so funny, um, and the music er, it was done by uh, Mark Shaman, who I believe, if I'm remembering who Mark Shaman is, I think he wrote the music for uh, Hairspray on Broadway. So they got a lot of um, like really good Broadway people to do this. Um, and like the cast for one is they're all um working professional theater people people from Hamilton and stuff like that Adam Pascal who's in Rent um are all in that that opening sequence is all people that are currently or formerly on Broadway are all in the cast of 
Rogers That's the musical awesome. for this one song. But uh, also lighting design, I would shout out to um, the lighting designer, Mike Wood, who um, I follow on Instagram and was very excited when he posted about um, that he was part of this. It was very cool seeing that. Um, set design was great in Rogers the Musical. I know we we're talking about Hawkeye. But now this is the Rogers the Musical podcast. And, <laughs> uh, but yeah, other than Rogers the Musical, I thought it was fun. I like the one-eyed dog. He's cute. Um, yeah. yeah, but Rogers the Musical is uh, my favorite part. Let's get that into uh, Hyperion. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I am so for them bringing that in, man. I like I said. I, I know we joked about it before when they first started teasing Hawkeye, and I was like, mm-hmm. get Frozen out of there, bring Rogers the Musical in. I would be so for this. I mean, even... Oh, yeah. I, I get it. Frozen's been around for quite some time, but as cheesy as it may have looked, I bet you people would be lining up to watch Rogers the Musical. Oh, yeah. I would... I mean, the ticket... A day ticket alone is worth seeing that. Yes. <laughs> like... Yes. Uh, and mm-hmm. if anybody has a question, if it ties into anything else, the dog in Hawkeye is not Cosmo. Cosmo, the, the the dog from Guardians of the Galaxy, totally different dog. This is Lucky the Pizza Dog. Okay, so in case anybody was wondering, uh, my kids thought it was the same one. They thought there was a connection. My kids are in this phase of them trying. They know that things are connected in the MCU, and so they're trying to find all these similar things and trying to find how things are connected. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things that they asked me about. So, no, this is Lucky the Pizza Dog, not Cosmo. But, yeah, dude, I don't know if uh, before I knew that the song was on Spotify, I went out looking for the lyrics because I didn't want to sit down and write it down. Uh-huh. And I have here, I, I have a, a text file where it has it. So like Hawkeye's real cool. He's a really nice yeah. guy. <laughs> right, right? <It's> so, like... <laughs> the, so this is part of it. It says, save the city, save us all from the, sa- the state we're in. The Hulk is incredible, smashing things up while Iron Man takes to the sky. Captain America strong and that Thor is a god and Lord knows he's easy on the eyes. Black <laughs> Widow's a knockout who can knock you out and when Ant-Man flies, you won't hear a sound. Get the Tesseract. The battle's just begun. We'll conquer the Chitari. Then get Shwarma when we're done. Just how are we to fight them? We'll fight them as a team. Natasha, that's your cue. Then Hawkeye hits the bullseye. There's no better shot than you. Tony, you've got nukes to catch. Be careful not to crash. And Hulk, you know the magic word is Hulk. You know the magic word is Hulk. You know Hulk, the you magic know word the magic is word smash, 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 smash. It's so. <laughs> I'm giggling thinking about it. It's so silly. I love and, it. But just the just how the music is written and like what they're like, we're just like okay, we're sing songing about you know, we're in a battle, but it's a song. Like it's very just contemporary broadway like satire and it's funny and i also like the part where ant-man's on the stage like he wasn't there yeah uh, but he's like he wasn't there yes they just put him in just because (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was great i mean but you know i one thing that i really appreciated about marvel and this is something i i think in general marvel has always done really well is that if they are human then they suffer from real human ailments. You know, in Mm -hmm. the comic books, for instance, Tony suffered from an alcohol addiction, you know, so Mm -hmm. he suffered with that throughout a lot of the comics. In this particular thing, Clint has a hearing aid, 
And yeah. I've, I I kind of like that they're showing this human side of him where he's not this, like, overblown superhero that mentally he's struggling with everything that happened, that he's struggling because of the loss of his best friend, and that, yes, he did a lot of heroic things, but that he is human at heart. He is a father. He is a husband. You know, he still has to try to live his life beyond being a Hawkeye. You know, and I really, really love that aspect of it. So that's one thing that I've really enjoyed. The introduction of Kate Bishop. Oh, man. They are doing so well introducing the character. Uh, I kind of giggled when I first saw the episode because I don't know if we talked about it, but there was a there was a clip of them doing some press. And all of the characters were there. She was sitting up front. And, uh, like a question came up about the Young Avengers. And she looked mm-hmm. back at Kevin Feige. And Kevin Feige gave her like the dirtiest like eye. Like, like <laughs> how dare you even look back? You're giving stuff away. Like he was yeah. burning a hole through her. And it was like the funniest thing I've ever seen. Uh, I, I want to say some memes were created. If we find them, I'll post them. But man, it was it was good. It, that was I'd seen something like that where it says how to say yes without yes. saying yes. Yes, <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to find that. I will post them. Uh, you know, one thing I did find interesting about this entire release is I'm not sure if you noticed this, but did you see the new credit at the beginning of Hawkeye? The new credit. Yeah. Yes. Marvel Studios oh. didn't just present this. This was a Kevin Feige production. Oh, I did yes, notice yes. that, but it didn't like register that that was anything weird. Yeah, this is the first time Kevin Feige's ever received this type of credit on any of the Marvel shows. So it was really interesting to me that he got that type of recognition. Because, yes, Kevin Feige is behind a lot of the stuff that's happened in the MCU. And he is the mastermind behind why a lot of the things have worked out the way that they have. Um, but I like, it was, it was kind of nice to see, right. It was a really nice way to recognize him. I'm not exactly sure if this is going to happen on every show going forward, but I know that there was a lot more work. I think that went into Hawkeye and the production of this one than in other shows that he's been involved with. So I'm not exactly sure if Mm -hmm. that's the reason why they gave him the, the presents credit. Um, and I don't know if they're going to add it to anything else. I doubt that they're going to be on the films. I doubt. I think the films might still continue to be Marvel Productions or Marvel Studios Presents, so Marvel Productions. Mm-hmm. But maybe the Disney Plus shows become a Kevin Feige production. From maybe. the weird and twisted mind of Kevin Feige. No, that's like the Tim Burton <laughs> one or whatever. Well, either way, I think it was a really cool way to honor everything that he's do he's been doing because i mean kevin feige he's been involved with so many aspects of the mcu and he's been involved with aspects of things that will eventually be in the mcu because i don't think a lot of people know that before he officially crossed over to working for disney with marvel kevin feige's very first producer credit came on fox's very first x-men movie back in 2000 Mm -hmm. So he's been involved with like these superhero films, you know, for 20 plus years at this point. And from there, it just kind of evolved. And then he helped develop um, like Iron Man and, you know, 
an entire Infinity Saga later, here we are, and Hawkeye is now presented by Kevin Feige. <laughs> you know, so uh, I, I think as as I think as comic fans or as superhero fans, Marvel fans, X Men fans, I think we owe uh, we owe a lot to Kevin Feige for being able to carry on a legacy for these characters in a way that. Yes, I understand has changed. I know that a lot has been written differently in order to fit the confines of what the MCU has become. However, what they've done within the limitations that they had before they bought back characters and before they bought Fox and before they had the rights to do this and do that, man, that's, you know... You made gold out of straw. Yep. Well, that's like, yeah, because Iron Man, from what I understand, because I didn't follow comics or anything at the time, Iron Man was kind of like a nobody cares character. Yeah. Like in the comics, everyone's like, eh, whatever, Iron Man, you can have that, whatever. And then it's like the biggest movie ever. Yeah. He was kind Um, of B-Squad for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I, I think that as comic book fans or as, you know, just superhero fans. I think we owe a lot to Kevin Feige and I wouldn't doubt it if his influence will not only give us a really good way of integrating the mutants like X-Men and everything back into the MCU, not that now that they're beginning the next phase, but I honestly I wouldn't doubt it if Kevin Feige is one of the people, if not the person that masterminds away to start doing a Marvel and DC crossover the way that we've seen in the comics before. If anybody's ever going to pull that off, it's going to be Kevin Feige that figures out a way to do that effectively. And we'll get Mm -hmm. our Roger Rabbit moment with our superheroes. Or Roger Rabbit could just be in the movie. Now that (laughs) would be an (laughs) Easter egg. That would be. No, like he's just a character. Like (laughs) Roger, like is a, he's an Avenger. He's an Avenger. Yeah. (laughs) He's an Avenger. It's like Thor, Roger Rabbit, Ant-Man, you know, whatever. I'm not even going to attempt the voice because you're way better at it. But I would assume uh-huh. that if he only made a cameo, when you see, like, the Batman and the Superman and Iron Man and, like, Captain America crossover, like, he pops uh-huh. in and he's like, you know, I did this first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're all just copying me. See, there you go. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, anyway, it, yeah. Hawkeye first two episodes are up on disney plus if you've had an opportunity to watch them we'd love to hear your thoughts on it i'm really enjoying hawkeye so far i love the fact that it's christmas based this is now just i think i i want to say this is probably going to become part of the christmas rotation now i don't know how it's going to end i don't know what else is going to happen but quite frankly it's awesome and just like die hard you know, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. <laughs> and Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Yes. Like, yes. just like all of those classics, I think Hawkeye can become a Christmas classic in it on its own. Oh, yeah. And they, For you sure. Know, everybody's favorite Christmas character is the sweatsuit mafia or whatever. They're <laughs> yeah. Bro. Track suit <laughs> bros or whatever. What what does she say when he's like, oh, was it the tracksuit mafia? She's like, oh, a little on the nose there or something? Or what she say? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, they're not very smart. Well, did you see they added they added uh, uh, both of them to DCA, to Avengers Campus? 
Oh, yeah. Yes. They keep in the promise. And I just saw today a video of them doing a little punch em up show with the tracksuit mafia on the top of the Avengers building thing. Nice. The walkway. Oh, I didn't know they added Hawkeye them. and, yeah. I saw they yeah. added Hawkeye and, and Kate, but I didn't know they added Same. the tracksuit the, mafia. Yeah, like a little show, like a little beat em up show, whatever you call it. I don't know. You know, you know, beat em, a beat em up show. Yeah, beat em up <laughs> stun show. You roll over some soft crates and do some fake punches and whatever, but they're in tracksuits and it's funny. See, that makes me excited, but it makes me sad knowing I and, won't see them. And there's Christmas when we decorations. Go back. Yeah. Well, maybe Thanks. it'll be an every Christmas thing. Every Christmas, oh. the tracksuit mafia comes to <laughs> Avengers campus. Boom. They rule the streets oh with gosh. an iron fist. Uh, make sure that uh, they're you know they throw Molotov cocktails through windows and. I don't know. <laughs> There's only been two episodes. I don't. They don't do much. Oh, I'm sure they will. They, the, I, so far. <laughs> well, however it is, I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm so here for it. They're there and they're comfy, and that's what's important. Right? <laughs> right. I mean, who doesn't like a velour tracksuit? I'm for it. <laughs> I prefer mine to say, never mind. It should not say anything that's, on it. That's that's going to be our, like, you know, they had the, remember, the, the, the Disneyland gangs. We'll, we'll oh, vaguely geez. bring them up. That'll be our, our thing. The podcateers will have blue tracksuits <laughs> that we wear, <laughs> wear to the parks. <laughs> The blue with the white stripe all the way up the side. I don't. I don't need the Pocketeers logo on my derriere. No, it's just on the back. (laughs) It is the logos are on the back. It just says "pod" on one cheek and "tears" on the other cheek. Well, that took a little too far. So yeah, Hawkeye (laughs) definitely on the list of things that I'm going to be adding to our Christmas time watching. Now, a couple of other things that I'm I'm adding that. I've seen before, but I think we watched them again this weekend, and I feel like now it's definitely the time to maybe I should come up with like an official list of things that like I watch. You know how they have like the Thirteen Nights of Halloween for Freeform. Like I feel oh, like yeah. we should come up with like a Christmas version of that and post our list, or maybe yeah. I know right now we're planning the NFT after show because NFTs are ridiculous, <laughs> and we're trying to like research that to to put together for a show. <sighs> But maybe world with Christmas in. coming up, we should do one of the shows where we have our own, like, 13 Nights of Christmas, and we say the things that we want to watch. Like, what's our list? And we share what we like to watch during the, the Christmas holiday. Um, yeah. Because this week, uh, we ended up watching uh, Letters to Santa, the Muppet special. And mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm officially adding that. I forgot I had watched it before. We saw it again this weekend, and now I'm like, man, I love this. Love it. The other thing was years ago, uh, I saw the cartoon called Duck the Halls. It was the Mickey Mouse Christmas special. Have you guys seen that one? I don't don't think I have. Okay, so Duck the Halls, the entire premise is that Donald and Daisy and all of the ducks, you know, Uncle Scrooge, Huey, Dewey, Louie, everybody, anyone anyone that's a duck goes south for the winter. Because they can't Uh take the cold. But Donald Mm -hmm. wants to celebrate Christmas. So the entire episode is him trying to celebrate Christmas and trying to find a way to celebrate Christmas with Mickey, Minnie, and Goofy. It's a great cartoon. Uh, It's it's dubbed a Mickey Mouse special. 
but it's really mm-hmm. about Donald. I mean, I don't know For why once. they called it a Mickey Mouse <laughs> Christmas special, but it Aww. really is about Donald. Uh, it's a great. I don't. It's not a short. It's actually like a good half an hour long, but uh, it's on it's Disney Plus. If you've never had an opportunity to watch it, Duck the Halls, really great cartoon. I dig it. It is in the new style of the Mickey Mouse shorts, which I am just a huge fan of that new artist style. So check it out. Uh, let me know what you guys think about it. I'll, I'll check back, you know, in, in an upcoming episode. If you guys have seen it, you guys can give me your thoughts on it. Because I, I kind of like, it. yeah. What's the what's the one where it's like Huey, Dewey, Huey, Dewey and Louie and uh, it's like Groundhog's Day. They like uh, that's on Disney oh, Plus. It's, I know it's like they're like about. we wish Christmas would never end, and then they have to keep repeating Christmas. And yeah, um, that's on Disney Plus cool. somewhere. That one's fun. That one's adorable. <laughs> but that one has all the has all the uh, like Ducktales uh, crew in it. I'm pretty sure, or some of them. I don't know. This is bad. Why do we not know this? We know. tend to forget things. Oh, here it is. It's we Mickey's Once stuff. Upon a Christmas. <laughs> Huey, Dewey, and Louie star in direct-to-video's first segment, Stuck on Christmas, is an adaptation of Christmas Every Day. The boys wish it was Christmas Every Day, only to end up in a Groundhog Day-esque loop they must learn their way out okay. of. All right. So That's it's called it. Stuck on Christmas in in the Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas packaged uh, movie. That's the one where then Mickey sells his whatever thing to buy Minnie a chain for her something and... Then Minnie sells the thing, and I'm really good at remembering all of these things. <laughs> I don't. I, some Christmas things happen, and it's you know fun. Well, there you go. Anyway, I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we'll come Real up with a entertaining list. stuff. Let's let's plan on that. Let's come up with our list, and even if it's not an after show, maybe we'll just do it on a regular episode where we share our Christmas list of things that we like to watch during the the holiday season because I think we share different shows in the past and i think we may have come up with like two or three things that we want people to watch or that we wanted to share yeah it was two yeah right but i don't think we've come Mm -hmm. up with like a 13 days of christmas sort of situation so maybe that's what we'll do let's plan that out and a couple episodes from now we'll share our list got it sounds like a plan yeah give everybody some stuff to watch during the holidays all right cool i like that um so yeah so hawkeye Definitely a watch. Uh, And since we're on the subject of Marvel and superheroes, you know, there's a little movie, little indie film, if you've heard of it. It's going to be coming out really soon called Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, Seems to be gaining some traction from. Nobody is is diving into this at all. Nobody's talking about it. I don't think anybody's really talking about it. There's not not like 800 YouTube channels dedicated to analyzing every bit of the trailer. I don't think so. So I figured we would just bring it up, you know, talk about it. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, give it some traction. (laughs) All right. But before we move on, I do want to remind you that this episode of Podcasters is brought to you by a fantastic group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes possible. If you want more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, just head on over to podcasters.com slash FGP for more info. You'll find a list of some of our top contributors, some info on what the FGP Squad is, a link to our Patreon. And if you have any other questions, just feel free to reach out. We'll be happy to answer any questions that you might have. Uh, as part of the FGP squad, you do get some additional perks. 
you know, you get, uh, like I just mentioned, you do get access to our monthly happy hour call via Zoom. You get access to a special section of Discord. You get discount codes for Podcateers gear, first uh, shot at any new products that we have, and more, you know, Podcateers after show, additional content on Patreon, and more. So if you, again, if you have any additional questions about being a member or if you want more info, podcateers.com slash FGP is where you want to go. And of course, to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. Uh, so over this weekend, uh, tickets went on sale for uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. And apparently... The internet broke when people tried to buy tickets for this film. Uh, it's apparently very highly anticipated. Was it just AMC, Andrew? or what? what? I think it was AMC, Fandango, Regal. Um, that might, I don't know if that's the exhaustive list, but I think at least those three kind of uh, took a dive and were not working for a while when people were trying to buy tickets. This is crazy. It was just... Yeah, mm-hmm. I. It's yeah, Spider Man breaks the internet or something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, let's see, AMC, Fandango, Rego. Yeah, so those are the ones that are reported on. Um, those are the big guys, the ticket websites. Wow. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I guess it shows how highly anticipated this movie is. Well, I guess we don't really have to talk about it then. I mean, we're trying to sit here and give it traction, but apparently it has some. <laughs> Let's see what's gonna happen in this movie. Some Spider Man's gonna be there, and oh, Alfred Molina. I wonder he's who he's gonna play. And Willem <laughs> Dafoe, Jamie Fox, um, Thomas Hayden Church. I, you know, just some small actors yeah. in this film. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I was reading an article where they were talking about the film and how, um. The, the the last couple of films that Tom Holland has starred as Spider-Man in opened up at 117 million back in 2017 and then 92 mm-hmm. million back in 2019. <clears throat> and I guess one of the analysts, like the box office analyst companies that look into ticket sales and everything are currently projecting that this film on opening weekend or week or something uh, is going to top a hundred million dollars. Oh, That's, I yeah. I would say so too. Yeah. I mean, we haven't heard anything like this. Like internet breaking down, websites not working. That's a good sign. So I really think that's going to add up to sales. That's going to add up to whatever we're going to see. And I'm like wondering, are we going to be close to Infinity War or Endgame numbers? Because those were yeah, pretty epic. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is a, this is getting the people back into the theaters. That yeah, uh, getting all these Spider Mans all together, teaming up with all the baddies and all that stuff. Everybody's excited. It's 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 this is the Roger Rabbit thing. This is the we're bringing movies together from different. You know, it's kind of Roger Rabbit. You know, we they're back everybody's back and they're it's a party spider party (laughs) and they're gonna be kicking butts and taking names and breaking tentacles and (laughs) punching sand people in the face and yeah all the fun stuff that happens in spider spider men's movies so i I have to say that uh i've had a lot of time in the last couple of weeks where i've i've spent time lying down 
right? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, just not feeling well and everything. And so in that time, I've had a lot of time to surf through TikTok. And TikTok's algorithm is very good at showing you a bunch of stuff that is very similar to things you've searched for. And so for three or four days straight, all I saw were Spider-Man videos or like any type of Marvel related video that had to do with the previous shows and new shows and Spider-Man and Hawkeye and all sorts of stuff. And uh, it's it does become a rabbit hole because certain creators, I think, are really, really good at analyzing it. There are hardcore fans. And in this time, I've actually started following a couple that I think are are just great like i love their content one of them really popular guy uh his name is straw hat goofy or that's what he goes by on tiktok Mm -hmm. uh super popular Uh, i really enjoyed uh his content and then the other content creator uh her tiktok name is jay stoobs one thing that ended up happening while i was going through these videos is I saw a lot of theories and a lot of just some super like crazy theories that mm-hmm. I don't think could ever happen and some stuff that seems super plausible based on just the trailer and what looks like was removed digitally in order for in order to not give away what could be happening and I feel like I want to dedicate a segment to just talk about all the crazy things that could happen in the next film. And then we mm-hmm. keep track. And then once the film comes out, we're like, okay, how much of this actually came true? Well, we only have a couple weeks. Like it comes out pretty soon. Well, if we can make it happen, we will. But I mean, yeah. there is some crazy theories out there. And I'm I've been trying to figure out, like, what is it about this film in particular that so many people are really, really, like, excited about? Is it really the fact that people are going back to the movies to watch it? Because, I mean, it could be that. I mean, it is the first. I mean, it's not the first Marvel film that goes back. Eternals was that. I, I believe Marvel. No, Shang-Chi was the first one. So mm-hmm. Shang-Chi yeah. was the first. Eternals was the next. And Eternals hasn't had the best reception I haven't seen it, and I've been trying to stay away from what people are saying about it because I want to form my own opinion once I finally get a chance to watch it. Same. Um, mm-hmm. But Spider-Man seems to be blowing up in a way that, like you said, Mel, is like Infinity War, Endgame-type numbers. And I don't think it has to do with the fact that people are going back to the movies. I think it has to do with the fact that it's still tied into Phase 3 somehow. Even though it's part of kind of phase four already and it's kind of introducing it's the beginning of phase four i think it's because Mm -hmm. it still involves characters that people grew to love as part of phase three you know so maybe that's why you know shang chi and eternals haven't had the best reception on top of the fact that like representation has changed in those films Right. Mm-hmm. I think that I think Marvel did a much better job of representing different cultures in those films. And I think that's going to be what happens going forward. But as far as the characters are concerned, I think the excitement of bringing back these two characters that played Spider-Man in the original films or the possibility of seeing them in this one on top of the fact that 
this is possibly the last time we're going to see these characters in the MCU. It's yeah. I, it's kind of the end of phase three. It's not really the beginning of phase four for most people. Right. So right. Um, who knows? I'm, I'd be interested to hear from people. Um, remind me to do a poll. I, 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 okay. I, I okay. always think about these things and I always forget to do them, but Remind me, let's do a poll on Instagram. And if people are excited about Spider-Man, I want to know if it's because you feel it's the last time that you're going to see these characters or because you're excited about the possibility of bringing in the other Spider-Man and it could be the introduction of the mutants into the MCU. When you say last time you're going to see these characters, who do you mean specifically? Tom Holland. Why is that? Um. I I really believe that, um, and obviously I'm not giving anything away because the movie hasn't happened yet, but <laughs> I am one of the people that believes that No Way Home means that Peter is going to sacrifice himself the way that Tony Stark did in order to save the universe and in order to somehow close the rift that got created. He's going to end up in another like parallel universe and he's uh-huh. not going to be able to find his way back to this home into Marvel into earth nine, 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 nine that we're currently seeing in the MCU. Like mm-hmm. he's going to get stuck in, in another timeline and because he can't get home, that's where the title comes from. I'm not the first to say that, you know, again, from listening to a bunch of conspiracy theories and a bunch of things <laughs> of what people feel is going to happen, piecing things together, I am one of the people that believes that's why it's called No Way Home. Here's a theory for you. What if the other Spider-Mans have no way to get home, and now we have three Spider-Mans hey, instead we never of know. one? <laughs> They're all back, baby. It, I mean, <laughs> anything could happen, right? Yeah. And that's the thing. But I don't it, – it's funny because in listening to interviews – Neither one, like Tommy, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are not, I don't think they're chomping at the bit to play Spider-Man again. No. I think that if they, yeah. if they are indeed in this film, they got paid boatloads of money. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, to reprise their roles. Like, mm-hmm. they did not get anywhere near what they got the first time. Tom mm-hmm. Holland, this one's a little more difficult for me because Tom Holland keeps talking about how he wants to move on and that when he's 30 years old, he doesn't want to still be playing Spider-Man. So it sounds like he's ready to move on because this is the last contractual obligation he has to play Mm Spider-Man. So far, we don't know of any extensions. We don't know of any other deals that he's made. It could be that they're holding off until this so that he doesn't give it away because he is a little talky-talky. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so maybe they've told him you're not coming back in order for him to push that narrative to throw people off. Or it could just be that he's done playing Spider-Man. Yeah. It's you know, hard so, to, yeah. Uh, it's hard to say. And if that indeed is the case, uh, I think for a lot of us that really enjoyed his version of Spider-Man, it's going to be hard seeing that pushed on to somebody else. But... The great thing is that it does allow Marvel to start bringing in some of the other Spider-Man and, you know, the other Spider-People from the other universes. You know, I'd love to see Spider-Ham. 
I'd love to see <laughs> Miles Morales's version. I'd love to see Spider Gwen. You yeah. know, I, I think the possibilities are endless. And considering that we already have a teaser for Miles at Avengers Campus, I think it's a really great opportunity for them to move on to bring in these other characters going forward. But yeah, I, I mean, again, they're all speculation. The film yeah. hasn't happened, and we don't know, you know, what's really going to be in it. Uh, but, you know, we do know one thing for sure, that the Young Avengers could be coming soon because, you know, Kevin Feige with that evil eye that he gave uh, <laughs> in that interview. But. Um, yeah, anyway, I'm excited. Uh, I hope that we get an opportunity to watch Spider-Man sometime soon. Uh, I did not buy tickets for opening weekend, so I got to figure out what we're going to do about watching it because i am excited about it but yeah let's run that poll and somehow figure out how to ask people what they're excited about because i'm i'm curious i want to know if if i'm like if there's any uh truth to people feeling like they're excited because it's the last time they're gonna see this version of the mcu with tom holland or if it's because we're possibly gonna get the other spider-man in this that's why I'm excited. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I just, I like, I I like the Roger Rabbit of it all. I like the silly, like, we're bringing them all back. You know, and I never even saw the Andrew Garfield movies. Oh, um, really? Yeah. But, I, you know, I Willem Dafoe, I mean, Alfred Molina, like, they're all, they're great. They're, you know, they're, they're very exaggerated, like, character designs and stuff and it's it's all just different fun silly stuff and i like when stuff is silly and i think this is going to be silly and there's a lot of oh stuff i've been watching all of those youtube videos that you've you know you're mentioning where you know the guys are like they edit in the other two spider-men that are missing from the frame and the well why does they say this why do they say this look at this little piece here they change the license plate on this thing um, so, you know, I need something to do on my lunch at work. <laughs> so, and it always pops up in my Google news and I never searched for it, but now I think that I've watched it like twice or three times. It's just always going to come onto my Google news. Um, so yeah, it's, I think it's going to be fun. Um, you know, plus all that Dr. Strange stuff that nobody knows what's going on. He's all acting all like a weirdo yeah. and yeah. So, you know, also there's a thing I saw. It was like one of my Google news things. Tom Holland hints at Spider the the other two Spider Men and there's a like a teaser video and it's like all right here uh, it's hi I'm Tom Holland I'm here with my two friends he's like come on out and then it's Zendaya and um uh, the actor that plays Ned and then they come out and then they do another teaser where you know they say all right we're gonna tell you about uh the new the big news for spider-man home home or, or no way home uh and then they're like tickets are on sale this weekend like they're just like <laughs> <laughs> that's trying awesome. to like really like fan it up this you know everybody knows it's happening i mean if it doesn't happen it's going to be the biggest disappointment <laughs> it's in the, the biggest rickroll yeah yeah <laughs> It's if if it doesn't happen, I think heads will roll. They'll yeah. be riding in the theater. People will be throwing popcorn and soda <laughs> everywhere, and people's hair, and it's gonna be a mess. Yeah, you know what I think it's gonna rival, and this is why I wish I was getting an opportunity to watch it opening weekend. Uh, and I, it, it's always hard to gauge, but I feel that if you're going opening weekend, you're a hardcore enough fan 
when certain things happen that you absolutely lose your mind when it happens, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think if you remember back in Endgame, there was a there was a particular moment when when the portal scene was happening, when Captain America is fighting Thanos and he's getting his rear end handed to him, okay? Mm-hmm. His America's rear end yep, handed yep. to him. <laughs> And he is is ready to just fall. And, you know, he gets the message, you know, that, you know, hey, Cap, behind you, right? And the portals right. begin to open and everybody starts coming through. And then there's that moment. That, I mean, people cheered at that moment. But, man, the moment that Captain America reached out and Mjolnir hit his hand, Boom. people <laughs> lost it. I mean, yeah. like they were crying, they were yelling, and that was mm-hmm. just me. I was like, <laughs> damn, right? It was I fun. Think, <laughs> I think the moment, if indeed both Spider-Men hit the screen, there's going to be a pop for any first version of Spider-Man that comes. Because I don't think it's going to happen at the same time. I think they're going to trickle in. I think it's going to be when the first one comes out, there's going to be a pop. When we get the second one, there's going to be a pop. And when we see all three of them on screen at the same time, we're going to get that Mjolnir moment. Yep. And people are going to lose it. Yep. <laughs> so uh, anybody that goes to the theater, I don't really condone it, but just record what it sounds like. Don't record the, the film. That's illegal. But record what people's reaction is. <laughs> Those are, yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Just don't get caught. Don't get in trouble. Yeah. Again, don't film the movie. That's illegal. Right. Just the reactions. That's all we right. want to hear. So, anyway, um, apparently, along with these tickets for Spider Man No Way Home, there's going to be NFTs that were available to AMC Stubbs members. You know, it's part of this advanced ticket purchase. Again, NFTs confusing to most people. Stop We're still trying to make the NFTs research. happen. We do want to, you know, <laughs> cover them at some point, and we want to tell you a little bit about them. But in general, they're just digital files, and apparently there was 100 designs that are going to be available that were designed by Cub Studios, who's a, a BAFTA and Lovey award-winning animation house. They are going to be providing 86,000 NFTs to be sold as part uh, or to be available for purchase as part of the advanced ticket sales for No Way Home. Uh, I haven't had an opportunity to uh, search for them to see what they look like or anything, but uh, I I will, and I'll try to post some information about it. But uh, if you go to amctheaters.com, you should be able to get more information about how you can purchase them and how you can get your hands on one if you happen to be a Stubbs member. Or I think they have another one. It's like Stubbs and like their next tier up. I forgot what it's called. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to research that a little bit more because that was pretty interesting that these 86,000 NFTs are going to be available. Um, let's talk about Downtown Disney. They're remodeling it. Yeah. There's going to sure. be some changes coming to Downtown Disney. The AMC there has been very special to Podcateers because uh, it's where we held a lot of our Podcateers Day at the Movies. Whenever we had an opportunity to get together, uh, we saw the premieres of several films there. 
got together for lunch after went over to Trader Sam's and uh, just hung out, had some lunch and, you know, had some drinks and uh, it was a great time. I, I guess technically the proximity to Garden Walk isn't that bad because, I mean, we could just go there. Right. So it's not horrible. We could simply walk or just drive to downtown Disney after if we if we get an opportunity to do it again. But that entire area, as we know it, with the AMC, the Earl Sandwich Building, that's all going to go away. There was some concept art released. uh, Very nice concept art, as a matter of fact. But that entire building is coming down. Uh, it looks like there's going to be a couple new buildings. There's going to be some grassy areas, shade structures, and yeah, yeah, like a little fountain and stuff like that. Uh, I thought it looked more like a stage, which honestly would have been a really great addition, considering that bands play at the end of downtown Disney all the time on the makeshift stage that they have there. Well, that's all the same general area. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense to put it in. So I'm surprised and they could still add it. Right. I know this is just concept art. This is a multi-year project. So Mm -hmm. a stage could eventually go in there. Oh yeah. Um, What would you like to see? Because honestly, that would be the one thing that I would want to see them at a stage and, thoughts in general about the restructure about what's happening down at the end of downtown disney um definitely would love to see a little bit more shade that would be really (laughs) nice because sometimes you don't get that unless you go into a store um i love i would love to see i'm with you with the stage area too that a little bit of like dancing area because it would get a little crowded sometimes um that would be really, really good because sometimes these crowds, I mean, I've been there to see like two other, you know, two other bands, including Fat Cat Swinger. So the crowds could get pretty big. And I think that in shade for me, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I don't know. I'm trying just to think of like in general what I would like to see at downtown Disney. And I think really like the most functional thing would be like more fast casual dining um yeah there's not a lot of you know grab and go options they've they've gotten a little better with the pickup windows and the different things like that the build your own pizza deal and a couple of things but having some quicker food options for people in there where it's not just we're sitting down at splitsville or tortilla joe's or ralph brennan's or uva bar or whatever you know some more like they had the food trucks all down there but you know something similar to that but in you know habit burger or something i don't know uh that's something that i think would be nice over there yeah (laughs) disney quest (laughs) i'm just kidding but (laughs) disney quest that'd be great that would that was fun yeah (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see a lot of the new stuff that they end up bringing into that area. Uh, As far as we could tell, it looks like, where did we determine again, just judging by the concept art that was released? We figured that because of the curve of the monorail, the concept art that we're looking at, to the left of it is where the Lego store is, right? Yeah, like, well, it's like to the other side of the... The monorail would be the Lego store. Okay, so which means that on the right side 
of the mm-hmm. concept art that we're looking is where Disneyland Drive is, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this doesn't take into consideration. I mean, they did talk a lot about, you know, the, the AMC building or a sandwich because it looks like it's just one giant building. But they yeah. didn't talk anything about the ESPN zone or the Rainforest Cafe buildings. And I think those are really going to be interesting as far as what they end up doing with them. Because right now we do have the conversion of Rainforest Cafe to the Star Wars shopping area. Uh, mm-hmm. What is that called again? They called it something specific. Outpost. The Star Wars, the Star Wars trading, post. trading Post. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's going to remain the Star Wars Trading Post or if they're going to upgrade it or eventually get rid of that building. Uh, it would be sad to see that building go because it's a very unique structure. You know, it does have a very unique architectural look to it. Uh, ESPN Zone. You know, it's a very square building. It has some really cool features on the side, all of the moving panels that it's got for each of the individual sports. Uh, if you remember way back when we talked about ESPN Zone and we talked about the cool um, baseball diamond that's up on the roof. So, you know, it, it's just one of those little hidden gems that it's not going to be hard to lose it. But, you know, it, I guess it became iconic for a lot of people, especially if you're a sports fan. So those two, not really mentioned, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens with those buildings going forward. Uh, This is a multi-year plan. I'm sure that as demolition gets closer for the buildings and they begin to put up the part in our pixie dust walls, that (laughs) uh, we'll, we'll get more information on what's coming and the anticipated uh, opening dates again of how long they they think it's going to take to restructure that area. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see, and yeah, I don't know. Put another tiki bar in there. Oh, that'd be good. Or like a like a like a speakeasy. Everybody's talking about all the time. Like make it like a '30s like Tower of Terror thing. I don't know, and I don't even drink, so I don't know. But it's cool. It's fun. Yeah. An escape room. I don't know. I'm pulling stuff out of a hat here. Boom. <laughs> escape Magic room. show done. But that stage, I think for me, that would be key. Like you said, yeah, you know, watching our pals from Fat Cat Swinger uh, perform, you know, they, by the way, they're performing as part of the Festival of Holidays uh, last Wednesday, last Wednesday, when was the 26th? Friday, I think was the first day, right? You got so it, Friday. Friday was the first day that they were performing as part of the Festival of Holidays. They're going to be performing at DCA through January 8th. Wednesday through Saturday, they got shows at 8 p.m., 9.15, I think. They're about, yeah, I believe eight, so. 8 and then 9.15, I think. So check them out. They're super fun. They're high energy. If you haven't had an opportunity, we actually had a chat with Marco Palos, one of the founders of Fat Cat Swinger back in episode 337. Uh, it was a really fun chat. You know, we were actually talking to Marco about coming back on the podcast and telling us about his adventures. The last time he came on, he was working on a brand new album. He's been working on a new project, just started a new band, and it's been pretty exciting. So it'll be fun to catch up with him really soon. So we'll see how his schedule is. Right now, since they're playing Festival of Holidays, I think our schedules clash a little bit. But we'll try to figure something out, and we'll try to get that episode up as soon as possible. But, yeah, super fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else before we wrap up this episode? Go listen to Quizneyland. 
The uh, next episode comes out this week. Yay! New episode, episode of three. Disneyland. Episode three, Disneyland. I don't Woo! remember what we're talking about. <laughs> Fun stuff's happening over there. All right. Questions and stuff. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> All right. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. So until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. And then Larry says something funny over here. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the Podcateers Network.